When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Baby girl, happy birthday. Thank you. you like the cake? I love it. It's sweet. I swear it's my second slice now. So let's do that. So, I've been wanting to have you on my show and... I've been waiting for my phone call. You've been taking your time, Sha. No, but I'm happy that you're even using your birthday. Yeah, because it's just a good day to ask. Do you feel misunderstood? 100%. In Lagos, mm-hmm. Nigeria? Mm-hmm. How? Why? Oh, my, you're going straight in. No <laughs> lube. No. <laughs> don't... I don't lube you, sister. Like, I won't give you better cake. <laughs> um, no, I definitely feel misunderstood. Not just in Nigeria, Shah, but like... But predominantly, obviously, in Nigeria, I feel misunderstood. Um so many reasons like just like they just where did I even start when I said you feel misunderstood I mean like do you think that they don't actually just get you 100% I feel like people don't understand like even just the type of person I am like just like me like being an outgoing person mm-hmm. me like being outspoken me speaking about things that piss me off like mm-hmm. me I'm very black and white like if I'm happy I'm happy if I'm sad I'm sad if I'm angry I'm angry you know you understand? You yeah. know me. Like, I don't, I, I don't form, like, I don't know how to be fake. And I feel like, especially in Nigeria, a lot of people have perfected that whole fake. Yeah. So far and smile or like just the whole, if you don't like somebody, you still smile with them. I'm not from that. So I don't know how to do mm-hmm. that. I know how to be real across the board. That's with work. That's with friendship. That's with the relationship. That's with anything. Like I just, and that's because I like when people are real with me. Like I appreciate like mm-hmm. honesty. I appreciate you know, if I piss you off, tell me I piss you off. Don't smile with me, then go and yab me behind my back. Yeah. Like, don't, do you understand? I feel like a lot of people do that in Nigeria. And I'm just not like that. Like, I'm very so, direct. Like, yeah. I'm very, like, I know this. I'm not sure that I could do it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and like, the same way, like, whether it's bad or whether it's good, I give people their flowers as well. So it's not like I just, like, tell people, like, mm. if they're fucking, oh, am I allowed to swear? Yeah. Okay. It's not like I just tell people if they're fucking up. If they're doing well as well, I'll tell you, yeah, you're doing, like, I support people just yeah. as much as I, you know, I clap back or I, you know, I say my shit. Like, I just keep it a yeah. hundred across the board. Do you get me? So you feel like you're misunderstood because of the Nigerian here? 100%. Okay. So that happens. 
that is because you were raised. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's talk about London. In the abroad. Yeah, in the abroad. Yes. But you were raised in London mm-hmm. all your life. Mm-hmm. You well, were... I was I was born in London, born and raised in London. Then mm-hmm. I got sent here when I was thirteen for school. For school for a year because I was not in school, so I got kicked out of my school in London. I did, <laughs> and then I got shipped here. You know those um, those promises. Yeah, nah, I you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was coming on a two week holiday. I ended up staying here for a year. Okay, but do you think you've always been a naughty girl? That's a, that's another thing, like being misunderstood. I don't feel exactly, like I'm a naughty yeah. girl. I feel like I'm just like misunderstood. Yeah, and that's like so from childhood I've been misunderstood. Like I've like and stuff like that it's only like as an adult like I've come to understand mm. like mm. how much my childhood affected me as an adult mm. do you understand like, mm. so stuff that I went through as a child made me and shaped me into yes. the you yeah. know maybe I was angry as a child or maybe I used to fight a lot mm. but there's stuff that happened growing up yes. that shaped yes and, and people don't know that they part. don't know that yeah. you understand but like even me I didn't understand sometimes do you understand like I go to therapy I have a therapist for the last four years I've had a therapist and please I, feel I like need that's... a therapist because I'm actually trying to see somebody as well I told you you should see me now you know what I'm, I'm so serious can I cannot see no, you as my I therapist I can never see you as my therapist no, I've, I've... I love you so much but you can never be my therapist please give me your own therapist let me go there too my, my therapist is in the abroad but you can do um, <laughs> uh, what's this thing called Zoom therapy yeah. but I don't feel like don't that's like as it. effective yeah. yeah I don't feel like that's as effective okay, so the reason why I ask if you th- if you've always been a naughty girl, it's because you said you're growing up in London, mm-hmm. you're always naughty. I think mean, the kids that always have issues, mm-hmm. they can be naughty, but we don't get them because there's so many things happen with those kids that we don't know. Mm-hmm. So we judge them. And, and I the think it's the environment as well. So I grew up in the hood. Like, I grew up in London, but I didn't grow up in the posh part. Like, my dad was like the first person in his family to reach the UK. Do you understand? So yeah. like, I didn't, it's not like I went to London, I went to... Your father was good at being to you also, so he can't yeah, go Do you understand? Mm. Yeah, like it's, my dad was a street hawker. Like he wasn't, a, he's not from a rich family. My my grandma is an illiterate. Like she didn't go to school. Like she couldn't speak a word of English to the day she died. I would died. never have guessed. Yeah, like, so like people just assume, oh, because she's born in the abroad, mm. she's, she had a, nah, like she's my dad... Spoiled. Have you, got, have you gotten that before? Like, oh, she's sports. Of course. Like, I was born in abroad. I had this silver spoon in my mouth and all mm. that. No, like, my dad, I barely saw my dad growing up because he was always working. Like, he would work his nine to five to do cab driving. Then he'll be a security guard in the night. Like, he did not sleep. And I feel like I've taken that from him because, I mean, I don't yeah. sleep. Like, I'm always hustling. Do you understand? Yeah. But, like, he literally, like, worked his ass off mm. to, like, make yeah. it like do you understand and he only happened to get to the UK because of my mom he married my mom so my mom was from she, a wealthy family British. no she's oh. Nigerian but they went to the same church and right. she was from a wealthy family so my dad wasn't from a wealthy family so already that they shouldn't have according to culture or whatever so, well, they shouldn't have your grandparents were not excited about the marriage between them of course them. not my, my mother's family were not excited about it he was from a poorer background they didn't have anything to offer but they fell in love then by God's grace they now carried them to UK. That's, that's so they, your your your. Are you saying family. that your mom's family took the fam, your father and mother to the UK? Yeah. So they supported. They got married and then they. All that type of thing. To, yeah. So your father had to work extra hard 100%. to prove himself as a man. Exactly. So that's why he was never around. Exactly. He was around. Or don't like miss. Well, I understand like, that. Oh, I got to be just, at work because yeah, he like, has multiple yeah, jobs. Yeah. No, I understand abroad life. Yeah. Okay, but like, where, your mom in all of this? Were you, were you guys close? Um, God damn! Because you always talk about your dad, and I know yeah. you love your dad to to hell and back, right? But you don't talk about your mom. <laughs> I don't want you to cry, my love. But I just really want you to just. 
I just want to understand you on this show. And I'm feeling teary as well. You can look at my eyes. Um, so I'm beginning to understand you even more because we've not had this conversation before. Mm, okay. Uh, I think I have some mommy issues too so I can relate. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you know, actually, uh, you should cut this part to I'm a gangster. I don't cry. Don't let, don't discredit me. Oh no, my... we're going to go into even that gangster no, because I have some things about you. Don't, don't discredit yeah, but, no, 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 my no, 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 no. We cannot cut out the part where you're crying because this is vulnerability. <laughs> this is you. And this I is the real. Vulnerable. Exactly. I and I think that you're doing it because you're trying to protect some parts of you that is actually real. That's the part that we fuck with because I see it in all of your there's all parts of you that it's really sweet mm. and I think that people don't so when you get into all these altercations that's what they project mm-hmm. and I hate it that's mm-hmm. why that's why this show is so important for me my friend it's not really to get all your details yeah. I'm not really looking for your scandals I, I can't be bothered yeah. but I really just want to connect with you yeah. so let's talk about our mothers okay right okay what happened? When she, when she was in there. Okay, so did, they, did they have? A, did they go through a divorce? Okay, so I'm gonna make a very long story short. Yes, try please. and make it short. Yes. So obviously, my dad and mom got married. They went to the UK because my mom's family sent them to the UK. Yeah. You know, they helped them get there and everything. Um. So obviously, they didn't have papers when they got there. Um. Yeah. And when I was two years old, my mom got deported from the UK. Um. Back to Nigeria. Mm. Uh, my dad managed to get away somehow somehow yeah. and just keep hustling while she got deported they went through a divorce like a very 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 bad divorce yeah and um this was two years after they moved into the uk no is it two years when well, we well, two, two, two years when i turned yeah. two yeah but they went there for long my brother was born in nigeria oh, you have a brother yeah older brother he's 1989 i'm 91 right. so yeah probably about three years after they got to the uk yeah um, she didn't have her papers, so she got deported to Nigeria. Um, and then while, while she was in Nigeria, they they went through a really bad like breakup, like very very like bad, mm. like very bad. And um, obviously because I was in the UK with my dad, yeah, me and my brother lived with my dad. Mm. So um, my naturally, like looking back on it now, I can understand as an adult, mm-hmm. but then. I didn't understand. So my dad literally kept us away from my mom. Like he didn't, we didn't have any contact with her. We didn't have any, like, he told me that he left, she left us. I, obviously he's not going to tell us that she got deported, but yeah. too young to understand. Yeah. Um, but he basically told us that she didn't love us. She didn't um, care about us. She left us. And it yeah. was just, so I grew up hating my mom, actually. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm so sorry, my love, but did he do that to protect you guys? He did it because he was hurt. So I understand as an adult now. Yeah. Woo. Okay. Um, so now you understand better as an adult why your dad made those yeah, decisions. Yeah. So like at the time, I, I I didn't understand because I was just like, why would my mom hate me? Yeah. Why would you give birth to a child and leave a child? You understand? Yeah. And um, yeah, just a lot of things happened around that that I'm not gonna go into detail about. <laughs> but like now, and for a long time, I'm not gonna lie, I resented my dad a lot. Um, because she she died when I was fourteen, so when I when I, when I got sent to Nigeria, remember I told you I got sent to Nigeria when I was thirteen. She um, I saw her once, and then we had like this huge argument, like this, like I was really mad at her, and I was really like, like I was mad, like I was an angry teenager, like I was like, yeah. how can you fucking leave me? Like, how, like what did I do to you? Like I didn't ask to be born, do you understand? Mm. Like, so we had this whole like huge um, fight. Um, in one hotel in Ikeja, I remember, never forget. At 14? At 14, at 13. And then, no, 14, I just turned 14. It was probably a couple of days after my 14th birthday. And um, 
it was like this huge fight and then the next time I saw her she was dead and then after she died like I found out that she'd like literally tried everything to get me and my brother like she died giving birth and like her sister I remember her sister was saying that um after she died like it was us that caused her to die because she wanted us so bad and she tried to have another baby to replace us and you know just like typical Nigerian yeah. whatever but like after she died then I found out like she built a school and put it in my name it made my brother's name she like she even the school that I got sent to when I was in Nigeria was when hers? I was 13 no it wasn't hers she she'd come there to look for me but my dad had told them not to let my mom in and I found out all these things after she died. So like after I'd found out, like she she sent letters, she sent money, she sent everything. Like she tried, like she even got married to somebody to try and get back into the UK. She gets like, but I didn't know all this until she died. And then when I found that out, I had a lot of resentment towards my dad because I felt like he stole a relationship that I could have had. Yeah. Do you understand? Because I needed her. Like I did as much yeah. as I would do hard guy and everything. I definitely needed her. Like yeah. I didn't have any kind of mother figure. Like, you know, just basic things like starting my period or like yeah. my first boyfriend. Just, and you know, just like, tell, like, oh, mom, this is like what's happening in my everything. Life. Like you understand? You need like a mother, you know? Yeah. Just like everything. You just need a mother. So I, I had a lot of resentment. Um, towards him because of that and then as I got older and I started doing therapy and stuff I understood that um he's human you know and everybody makes mistakes you get like it's not like he I don't think he did it um is he sorry though of course he's sorry very sorry um very sorry you know we make everybody like as you know uh, me that I'm saying this thing yeah my dad was my age, when he even younger than me. He was yeah. 29. Do you understand? Yeah. When he was making these decisions. And yeah. I know how many stupid decisions I've yeah. made, yeah. even as yeah. I am. Do you understand? Yes. Yes. So I can't yeah. even, when I take that into consideration, I can't yeah. be mad at him. Yeah. I can, you know, it, it still mm. burns me. Yes, yeah. of course, because there's still so yeah. many questions that I had. So many, do you understand? Yeah. So many things that are never going to be answered. Yeah. I think, I think that some of us, I think the older I get, the more I'm beginning to forgive my parents yeah. my grandparents for their choices just because I mean my mother had me at 16 mm. the ab- abandonment was a lot it was huge mm. right now that I'm 25 I'm just like I'll probably not be going to see that kid every other time mm. because I'm on the streets trying to mm-hmm. but I just felt like there, there are too many things that she could have done to show that she was in our lives mm. but she I don't know she was just a young girl mm. right so right now it's harder to maintain the older I get the harder the relationship is between me and my mother mm. and I'm closer to my grand because she raised me, mm. right? So my mother doesn't, my mother comes and she says, oh, she doesn't understand why I'm closer. I'm like, you were not mm. in this picture. This was the woman mm. that raised me. So I get the absence of being, of not, the absence of your mother and what she can do to you. Yeah. I've not, I've actually, I'm going for therapy because I told you I'm going to go for yeah. therapy. Because I don't, sometimes you don't know how much this trauma mm-hmm. affects plays you as an adult. Plays out when, but I feel like, even like, when you see how we grow up as children, we forget that we're watching our parents grow up as well. Yeah. You understand? So yeah. like, see like your mom yeah. had you at 16. Yeah. She was still growing up. She wasn't an adult. Guess she what? wasn't fully, you know. My granny became a granny at 34. Wow. So now when she, so she was a bit harsh mm. because she had to raise her kids and her and grandkids. Her kids, yeah. So now that I'm, what I'm just like, why were you so harsh? But mm. she could not, so she, she was working nine to five. She would leave us with maids, but she was still very harsh. She couldn't go out because mm. she, she had grandkids. She had kids that she probably thought that she made some mistakes with. Mm-hmm. And that's how they gave her grandchildren too early. Mm-hmm. Right? How many are you? My mother has six. Six? My father has. Sixteen? I'll be, well, no, six. No, she had me at sixteen, but I have five other siblings. That are younger, right? 
Yeah, okay. I'm the first of okay. both of them. Gotcha. My father was 21, I think. Yeah, gotcha. at the time. So now, even my dad, I had an issue with him for a long time. Mm. I still do a bit, but now that I'm old, I'm just like, these people did not even have this life figured out. Mm-hmm. They could have made better decisions, but sure. I've already moved on in life and I really want to heal. And that's what I'm mm. working towards mm. healing because I realize that it's just a loop. Mm-hmm. Bro- hurt people, hurt people give it to hurt, yeah. hurt people hurt them they mm-hmm. will go on to hurt other people because mm-hmm. I know that now my granny I'm thinking about what was going on in her head when she was 34 mm. when she had a fabulous job mm-hmm. but she had to stay and raise other right. people's children because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. that decision my granny always says that I was ladder for all of you all because I didn't travel mm. or my, yeah. my 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 leave allowances went back into your Mm. into your lives and we lived so well so I did not know mm. I did not know there was an issue with mm. <laughs> I don't want to cry let's move mm. on to your no you must cry <laughs> I don't, cry. I don't, I don't want to cry so let's I move on you must cry continue but, um, so what do you feel is it abandonment what, what's the emotion that you think that you feel when you think about your mom um, no, before you before you before you knew what the real situation was yeah. what, what was the emotion that you were feeling before abandonment for sure um and then it was it was abandonment on both sides because like I said my mom wasn't there because she'd been yeah. deported to Nigeria and then my dad was always working so like Do you have any family members from Nigeria that were living uh, with you? That's the thing <laughs> so my house was one of those houses where when you come from Nigeria London. that's the that's gateway. the house that's gateway into London mm-hmm. so I lived with 12, 13 people plus my brother and my dad and these are like cousins, uncles, like we we'll sleep top and tail on a bed. Like, yeah, like we, so it was whoever was in the house would look after me or they'll, they'll pick me up from school yeah. or they'll like, I didn't like, it wasn't like a household where like, you know, like you have these big families and everybody sits down and eats dinner together. It wasn't like that. It's like, ah, um, is there bread and butter today? Or is there spaghetti and yeah. ketchup today? It's like, get it how you, yeah. do you understand? Like it was very much that kind of household. But, um, so yeah, it was more, so I felt abandonment from both sides because yeah. my dad wasn't there because he was always working and my mm-hmm. mom wasn't there. So then I was there with like uncles or yeah. cousins and, you know, whoever was What was it like being raised by extended family? Um, because, because, interesting. Because let me say this, right? Because, I was, because my mom and my dad were never together, mm-hmm. I was also raised by mostly helps and extended family, mm. right? I did not know what the actual family should be like because mm. I did not have any do you understand I was mm. even my granny and my younger brother then my cousins it was a big house but we were just everywhere mm. I did not know what it meant for me to have that familial I mean my family was my family right mm. the only people I had but I didn't know that daddy and mommy dynamic mm. right where daddy and mommy are looking after you yeah. you have you can go to them there's, as you said there's a mm. big dinner table everybody's eating so if it's like a group of people were even taking turns. They didn't know how to raise. Same, just were yeah. taking turns to yeah. raise us. Yeah. Right? What did that do to you? Because I feel like in terms of like, if I see love mm-hmm. and connection, it's very mm-hmm. different. I'm very, it takes me a long time to, I think mm-hmm. I'm very outgoing. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. But it takes me a long time to get, to get there. To with connect me, with someone. To connect yeah, with someone. Sure. Yeah, and maybe it's because I've just been used to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've never really connected. Like, I can still tell you for free that I'm, I have a strong connection with my mother. Mm. I feel like, so for me, um, what's really, really helped me as an adult is therapy. I'm not going to lie. Like, I've like, there's like, like you said, being raised by so many different people, there's a lot that happens in that, yeah. in that environment that I'm not going to go into. But yeah. like, there's a lot that happens that we don't talk about. Do you understand? 
But um, so Would you permit me, me to ask? Huh? Would you permit me to ask if you faced any sort of abuse? I don't need to get into yeah. it. Yeah. So was that part of the things that you're doing? When you talking any, about in therapy, if, if you face any form of abuse whilst yeah, you were growing up in the midst of those plenty yeah, people, yeah, I did. So it sort of affected you as well, for sure. And you've gone to therapy for it. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with it. Mm-hmm. I'm still in therapy. Like I got, I've been going therapy for the last four years, and, and that, it took me a while to even understand that I needed to go to therapy and yeah, that I needed to speak to somebody because mm-hmm. I'm the type of person I keep a lot of things bottled up. Bottled up. I know how to like. I'm a gangster, big. Like, you understand? Like, I know how to. Because, girl, you've you cried like yeah. four times now. <laughs> yeah. And you refuse to allow this thing show on the camera because you're a gangster. I'm a gangster, big. Gangsters but, don't cry. Did you become a gangster because this, the vulnerable parts of you, you felt like it was some, some, some sort of weakness? I feel like it's a weakness, one. And then, two, like, I don't like. I don't like people going, oh, hey, yeah. Oh, I don't like pity. I don't like. So like everybody has a sad story at the end of the day. Mm. Like everybody has been through shit. Like I'm not the only person. Do you understand? So I'm just like, I mean, like shit happens. I'm not dead. I'm not like, I'm good. Like I'm very good now. You understand? So I'm just like, I, I don't need to like. You sound like you are, you are, that wall is still very up. It's up. But like, I feel, I feel like. You've always, so I feel like you're so used to that wall being yeah. up. You've been coping with your entire life with that wall up. So if anybody wants to bring it down, you quickly just. I'm very selective with who I let it bring. Who I let bring it down because, because one, people, people will turn around and use things to hurt you. That's one. Two, um, I don't want to just give myself to everybody. That do you understand? Like mm. people want to know your shit for different reasons. They want to go and just you outside. Mm. They want to. Do you understand? So I'm very protective. Yeah. As much as I give my energy out, I'm very protective of my heart. Yeah. I'm very protective of my, you know, my inner mind, my inner peace. Do you understand? So mm. I'm, I feel like I'm, I'm vulnerable to an extent, but then I'm just like, I, I, I don't think I'll ever, like, I don't, th- well, let me not say never, but like mm. for now, Sha, like, I don't feel like I can completely just lay myself bare. And mm. the only person I feel like I've laid myself bare to is my therapist. Because I feel like she won't judge or she won't, yeah. you know, go outside and start talking. <laughs> Do you understand? Mm-hmm. Like, that's yeah. the only person mm-hmm. I feel like I've completely, like, rubbish. If he's crying, he's crying. If he's shouting, he's shouting. If he's screaming, he's, you understand? Like, I've completely... Oh, you really need to visit yeah. your therapist. You do. Yeah. You do, for sure. But, but, so I feel like there's a complete lack of trust for people with you. 100%. Why? Um, That's time from young. <laughs> That's from young. Is it full promises? Maybe somebody, promises. yeah, my an dad uncle promised promise me yeah. land, but <laughs> no, that's me being silly. But I don't know, I get like, it, but yeah, yeah, but like just like um, yeah, can I, I just remember I all the things that <laughs> I'm not going to cry on this show. <laughs> you <beat>. cry, <laughs> cry, John. let it out, baby. So now, now that you're saying this, I'm really thinking of all the things that I was promised. Mm. But it's never happened. Yeah. So now, if you tell me something, I really, if I'm not the one making it happen, mm. I don't. I really don't believe anymore. Mm. But again, that stems from things that have happened to your childhood. Yeah. You understand? You just need to know how to maneuver it as an adult and how to... We don't even do therapy in this country. That's uh, the thing. I mean, I wouldn't... Mm, Therapy's as important as malaria drugs, vaccines, <laughs> because we're all moving mad in Lagos. You know, Literally. a lot of things that... You know, for the longest time, um, Jess, if I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't know that when I come out, right, mm-hmm. I put on a, a wall, a Look, like it feels like when I come out, I'm expecting a lot of BS. Mm. So when I come out, immediately my my guard is up. Mm. 
But on Instagram, I'm a very nice boy. I'm mm. laughing. That's my, that's my, that's my space. Mm. Nobody's there. It's me and myself, mm. right? But when I come out, I find out to even connect with people out there because mm. I'm already, I'm thinking 10 things in my head that, oh, mm. this is why. And I didn't realize how much of, how much trauma I was dealing with from Unilag. Mm. And oh, really? Yes, Unilag and growing up. And that's why I say I really need a therapist. Mm. But I think one of the things that has helped me is, regardless of all these things, vulnerability mm. is a lot of strength mm-hmm. for me. And it's hard, I'm not going to lie, because to get to a state where you're vulnerable, because all our lives, we're human beings, we're, we have too many coping mechanisms, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So for me, my own one of my coping mechanisms, I shut down. Mm-hmm. I shut it down. I don't engage. If something's about to hurt me, I don't. But I realize that I just keep bottling up things. Mm-hmm. And you can't be like that. Like, yeah. literally, like... Like I said, like, I definitely advise therapy. I don't know about in Nigeria, because that one is, you have to get someone that really understands yeah. trauma and yeah. um, patterns and cycles and all those things. So I, I don't know how it would work in Nigeria yeah. or if there's any kind of organizations that do. Kind of, but mm. I feel like, honestly, I feel like everybody needs therapy. Like, yes, from you to me to the bus driver to our parents mm. to everybody like everybody has some kind of trauma that they're dealing with and they don't understand how to channel yeah do you understand everybody has been through something everybody's going through yeah. something but they just don't know how to it's not until you really speak to people that you really understand like damn like mm-hmm. everybody has some shit going on like yeah. like you said even your grandma like her becoming a grandparent at 34 yeah. she needs therapy like she needs to understand yeah. like she needs to deal with that because when you don't deal with things you tend to like but like you have so much one, so, yeah. And, yeah some kind you find some people moving around Lagos you, you curse them you swear at them and yeah. say they're terrible they're this yeah. but if you actually investigate the reason why they do these things mm-hmm. They are sweet. Like, I've met some, like, Jess, I even fucking move with you. I've seen you. Mm-hmm. Like, you are perfect. I've not got, what's the word I have to use for DSF? You are a lot, but I know that there's, there's some part of you, like, this is the girl, though. I'll be mm-hmm. showing us another thing that mm-hmm. we're not seeing. Mm-hmm. So, moving back to Nigeria, right? Because mm-hmm. in London, I'll come back to London, because yeah. I know that you're a, you're a gangster in London. I've heard your gist. <laughs> but, Moving back to Nigeria, was it a mm-hmm. culture shock for you? Because you have been a London girl all your life. You're yeah. raised in that space. There, there are ways you guys do things in the UK. For sure. And coming back here, first of all, you already have your own trauma you're dealing with. Yeah. You now come and meet Nigerian and Nigerianness. Yeah. Was was it shocking for you what you met? So when I first came out, thirteen. That's the first yes, ever yes, time yes. I'd ever been on a plane. That's the first time I ever entered Nigeria. That's the first, do you understand? That's the first time going to mm-hmm. Africa as a whole. Yeah. So before then, you know, the only things I'd seen of Nigeria or Africa is like those adverts with the flies on children. And, do you know what yes. I was very ignorant. I was very like, I'm not going I'm to, Africa. to Africa. Yeah. Just stupid. Do you understand? Until I yeah. came. Um, so when I came, I still had that London rude girl mentality, you know, talk back don't to talk your to teacher. Me, yeah. Like, don't talk to me. Like, eh? hey, they beat. <laughs> I know. <laughs> they beat. Are you serious? Stupid and bastard. From you. What? <laughs> you must have been a trouble. Let me in just that tell school. you. So the first, when I first came, they took me to Ibadan. They took me For to prayers. a missionary. No, they okay. took me to a missionary school. Um, UMCC, United Missionary Comprehensive College. Mm-hmm. I'll never forget that school. And in that school, the, the girls, they cut their hair. And obviously they wear skirts and everything. Discipline girls, Discipline even in this school. I don't know why they school. do that. So, when I first went there, they were like, I have to cut my hair. That's the first thing they told me. I'm like, fucking cut my hair. <laughs> Giving them London. I'm not fucking, you can't tell me what to do. Did you fuck it to them? Ah, fucking everything. Ah, they go beat you. They beat me. Nigeria <laughs> teacher. They beat They're your second but parent. But wait, so they didn't cut my hair. I think my dad paid them. Now that I think about it, he must have paid them. So okay. I was the only girl. And it's a girl's school. I was the only person in that school. So they will hit you first of all. He hated me. 
they in that school. They, so you know, I had, so had an accent. Fa- I, had, I was a London girl, so they're thinking this um, British girl. You're not You're not even fine. So if you move your hair, you're not even fine. Yeah, yeah. They yab me. They beat me. I <sighs> fought. So my seniors were well, used to beat me. Me, I beat them back. So because <laughs> I didn't know, like, I, if I, where I'm from, if you beat me, I don't care how old you are. I'm beating fuck you. you up. Fuck you. Like, but I didn't know. So oh, if your senior beats you, you must be begging. And, nah, I wasn't doing all that shit. Like, if you beat me, I beat you back. <laughs> you know, you know what you just said now, right? I now understand the Nigerianness in my behavior. Yeah. Because I really don't fight people. I've always known to respect authority. I've always, I've always been raised to expo- expo- mm. respect authority. Sorry. So even when you hurt me, like I would clear it, but mm. I really don't. Because uh-huh. I've, 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 I've been trained to just always respect and just avoid and. Mm. Just, I understand you. No. For you, where I'm from, we don't do that. If you slap me, I slap you back. I love like it. I'm very from that. Like, give me, <laughs> I need to around Lagos yeah. more. <laughs> if you give me left, I'll give you right. And that's, that's not how we are here yeah, in Nigeria. Do you understand? Like in London, they don't care. Like if a small boy can come out. Do you understand? Like they don't. Say, yes, I want to tell so, me the culture shock for you. What happened? So yeah, give so for me, me that was a culture shock. So like even like seniors sending you to fetch water or to do this, I'm like, go fucking get yeah. your own water. Who the fuck are you? Do you understand? Yeah. Like. But that's how I had to learn all those things. Yeah. So in that school, they fetch water. They, they you wake up 6 a.m., do prayers, devotion. You sweep, you cut grass, you clean pit latrine. You do all those things. So that was a shock to me. I'm like, why the fuck is there holding the ground and people are shitting inside? Are they trying to and punish you? Shit. What, like, I was like, I, like, I hated my dad because I'm like, why would you send me to suffer? Like, why would you do what this What did you ever me? say about that? You remember, when I came, I thought I was coming on two weeks holiday. So I, it was a shock. I to think you're already a nuisance in the UK to him. No, no, no. I was a nuisance. Of course, I was a nuisance. They, they hit like it's my dad accepted me. me. Yeah, no, I was. I, I would have hated me if I was my parent. I would have because I used to fight every day in school. They kicked me out of my school. That's why they brought me. Yeah, that was probably trying to just hustle his life in this London me, like, with two kids exactly, and the rest, the rest just, of the family members. And it's not me that's disturbing. There's always one child that's disturbing. Ah. Said, like it's not me that's like messing up the kidney. So he should have sent me to that missionary school. Um, that's that school is the one that changed me in this Lagos. Like they beat <laughs> So they had to remove me from that school because I kept fighting. Like, but it hardened you? It hardened me very well. Like I was not used to waking up by 5 a.m. to do devotion. By 5.30 I'll be cutting trees or not even grass mm. be using cutlass and cutting tree like why the fuck are, like hire a gardener like why the fuck am I doing this that was my whole I said, <laughs> I said that was my whole uh, why is there not gardeners to do this yeah. why the fucking do this ah ah Omar. so yeah you just so, leave that school yeah they took me so, out of that school did you go back to, to the school. UK no I went to another school in Ikeja um, Wisdom Gate High School which mm-hmm. was more of a um polished like yeah. it was more you know it wasn't that one that they sent me to was as tough rural, like it was yeah, school, yeah yeah no, that one was it was survival of the fittest then they brought me to this um, one in Ikeja and it was like calm it was like mm. there were people from London there some people that I even still talk to like Ooh. yeah some people there so yeah it was it was cool and then after my mom passed then they took me back to London straight after so you know we when your mom was about to pass, or, mm-hmm. oh, you, you started forging a relationship with her when you moved here? No, I didn't. So I remember I told you I saw her once and we had the big argument and everything. Then the next time I saw her, she was dead. So that was literally like... Well, she, well in that argument, do you think that she was sorry for... A hundred percent. But I didn't want to hear it because I was like... I it, Remember, my dad has told me that she left me. She hated yes. me. She didn't want me. So that's, that's, I've built up years. this... Yes, I've built up this anger. So I'm like, when I see you, I'm going to tell you that I hate you too. And I, I, I don't mm. need you. And But I really did need her. But this is where me forming... Yeah, also, there's a part of us that, you know, after... 
that long space. You mm-hmm. just want to stick it to her. Yeah, that's exactly, and that's exactly. Just go and tell yeah, her your mind. That's but, exactly what. But yeah. you probably didn't expect what you met there. That's why you. Um, I she was she was really apologetic. I remember yeah. that, and she was like crying and stuff. And I was like, "Why you fuck?" Like I was really like, "Why are you crying?" Like, "What it should be me that's crying?" Like I was really mad at her, like because I wanted her to feel like how I felt. Like I wanted her to be, like, yeah. like I, you know, like I got bullied in school because people were like, "Oh, your mom mm. left you on the doorstep." Like you understand? Like I used they to, get, that to yeah, like they, what is Lauren doing? Did Crystal crazy? But like I used to like so I like it, so, and for but me, how did they child, know though that your mom was on so your life? Basically, um, my dad. Um, told one of the teachers that my mom had left and that teacher happened to have a child that was in my class mm. and obviously I guess they must have been talking in front of the child or something but so that one now took it to the playground and that was the playground Kenny anytime they want to get me oh, yeah, but your mom doesn't even love you she left you on the doorstep oh but nobody wants you you yeah so that was like that was like that a big word for small picky to talk I swear <laughs> but that was like that's what they used to so that's so to. you already started from that abuse from the people from the playground though. Yeah, like that level of abuse yeah. from the playground yeah for sure. so but at some point you ever catch yourself sometimes when you're acting a fool and say you know but this is not really me but fuck it this when is what, this is what life has dealt me so sometimes when you are being dramatic or you're mm-hmm. causing your people problems right and you know that like as an adult or no when you're younger child, yeah, right yeah yeah you guys used to catch yourself on something and say, this is not really me. I'm a sweet, I'm a sweet girl, but yes, whatever. Yes, but then I feel like life made me tough. Yeah. Do you understand? So like, aside from that small name calling or whatever, like I used to get really bullied in primary school, like mm. heavily bullied by a particular person. And then one day I literally just snapped. Like I snapped and I beat this girl bastard. So I feel like up until <laughs> that point... You were still <laughs> up until that point, I was still and, sweet, yeah. and I was still like, oh, like I just want to be friends with everybody. And I'm like, oh, please don't bully me. And then it got to a point where I was just like, fuck this. And I, I feel like that, like I remember I was in primary five, like I was in year five in primary school, and I just, I literally beat the shit out of this girl. And then when I went to secondary school, I became a bully because I was like, nobody's gonna pick on me anymore. Do you understand? I became oh, what I yeah no, I I definitely became like what I'd experienced. Yeah, too. what I'd experienced, and that's why I feel like. Do you see that quote, hurt people, hurt people? It definitely, like, that was yeah. me. Like, I was hurt. So I was like, nobody's going to hurt me. Like, I became a bully. Like, any small thing in school, secondary square, yeah. if you step on my, I'm beating you. If you, any, <laughs> if, I swear, if anybody was, if anybody had beef or anything, they're like, cold talkers, cold talkers, I'll run. Like, fighting became my, I used to fight like and but aside from that at home like remember I lived with 12 13 people and me and my brother were the youngest so like they used to make me and my brother play fights for entertainment do you understand like we used right. to, my brother used to you know WWE wrestling yeah. my brother would practice all those people's elbows like every, my <laughs> nose used to bleed <laughs> so, like, like, so you took that energy to I school and to dealt school with and them I dealt with, like yes. I did and I sincerely want to apologize if I ever bleed anybody like I sincerely like <laughs> no for for real, like how many people did I apologize like this? How many people did you bring? No, I, I was a bully for sure. Like, and I'm, it's not nothing that I'm proud of because I know how yeah, it feels to be bullied. Do you understand? Yeah. It's nothing that I'm proud of. But again, I was a product of what I'd experienced. Do you understand? So, so like, lots of bullies are actually people who have been bullied. I don't know about anybody else. Like, you know, it's not even a, like I've a lot of people have said that a lot of bullies are people who have actually been bullied in the past. And I mm-hmm. think that you get it gets to a point where you're just like you know if you're not the bullied, uh, you you be if you're not the bully, you be the be bullied. bullied. Yeah. So and just, that's exactly how I was in secondary school. I'm not gonna, gonna let anybody fuck with me because I suffered in primary school. Like I hated going to school. Do you take that energy into like your adult life? Nobody should fuck with me. So even when I, people are not trying to 
do anything to you. Yeah. You just come up with that. Don't I fuck feel like with that's me. the conception that people have of me. Yeah. And I feel like I kind of give that out a yes. bit as well yeah. because not not that it's intentional, but then I, I it's like she's a big like as yeah. I am now today, yeah, I don't feel like I give that energy because I'm just very much a bit just day or day my day my day. No, because you've really changed. I'm not, I'm not even trying to toot your horn. Like yeah. But when I first came to Nigeria, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah she just worked. But like when I, so then when I, so you know, I came here when I was thirteen, then went back when I was fourteen, yeah, um, to London. So then the next time I came after that was um for Sugar. I got cast in Sugar. That's so then I hadn't been since that whole time. No, I tell a lie. I came for my grandma's funeral, hmm. and then I went back. But I was here for like a week, and I went back to London. Then the next time I came, oh, was so Sugar, sugar was how you came back into Nigeria. How did you get Sugar to, though? Um, my agent. So my agent. Uh, I was in America at the time and my agent was in London and she was like oh there's this Nigerian because she knows I'm Nigerian yeah. she was like there's this Nigerian series that's casting in London and I was in um, New York at the time I just moved to New York yeah. so I'd sold my car I'd sold, like, quit my job and I'd moved to New York and I was like I'm going to be this Hollywood star and blah 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 obviously that hasn't happened yet but um, she was like, hey, man, what happened? But she was like, oh, there's this um, Nigerian series that's cast in London. Fly back for the weekend and do an audition. I'm like, what kind of money do you think I have? Like, yeah. I don't have that money to fly back. So I was like, can I do a tape? Can I record myself and um, do it that way? So I ended up doing the tape and they loved it. And then they flew me out from New York to Nigeria. And that's how I started. Let's come back. I want to come back to um, Sugar. Yeah. So in you, I feel like you're one of the most talented people that I've ever met in Nigeria. Thank you. Because you're a fantastic actress, you're a DJ. There's so many things to you that even people don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, whilst you were having all this, <clears throat> whilst your life was chaotic and you were doing all the fights in school, what mm-hmm. time did you discover that, at what point did you not discover in, mm-hmm. in all of this brouhaha mm-hmm. that you were this talented and you were probably going to chase a career in acting? Because you said you had moved to New York. So it means that mm-hmm. you have you, you decided to pack your bags and leave London yeah. and chase a career. Yeah. At what point did, did you have the sense to chase something I'd always, other than... Like, I'd always wanted to be an actor. Like I'd always wanted... Like I'd love, always love... So when I was young, I used to dance. I used to be in a dance group. Um, I thought I'd be a dancer. But then I beg Berlin. Like it's just the energy and I get tired and shit. Like I got older. So like I was like, fuck that. But um, I'd always love acting. I always mm. love music. Um, so for acting, I wanted to study acting in school. And then I wanted to do it in, I wanted to do it at uni. And then my dad was just like, no, it's not a serious career. Um, you need to be like a doctor, a lawyer, something serious. She gets like, because you're not going to make money acting or, you know, yeah. gonna, you know, they just didn't understand. He, he wasn't even sure, so you can't yeah. even blame him. So he was just like, I need to study something that's going to bring me money. Do you understand? So what is it in that? That's, that's I studied criminology because I like criminal law. Right. Yeah. So I wanted to, you know, like. I, I, you I studied was, criminology? Criminology. I wanted to be a criminal lawyer. A perfect criminal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you were going to have like good yeah. grades. Yeah. Yeah. Because you've had experience from exactly. your criminal so, life in. That, that's in exactly pra- that's exactly why I studied it because of my, like, where I grew up. Like, I swear. It'd be like, like Steve joined police. <laughs> you could be fantastic police. <laughs> But yeah, that's wow. how I started. Yeah, yeah. So I studied criminal, criminology because um, I was like, okay. So you used to be a detective or what? I mean, I wanted to be like, a, like I wanted to fight for my people. I wanted to fight for like people from the hood. Like I wanted to right. like represent like, you know, like 
young black boys, like young black girls, like people that have been, you yeah. know, because once you get into the system in the UK, it's hard, like hard for you to get a job. It's hard for you to do anything in the UK. So I wanted to fight for people like that. Yeah. Do you understand? So like I wanted to, um, yeah. So acting. So after you graduated from your mm. degree, yeah, degree, I was like, fuck this, I'm out. So, so I was you, like, hey, go dad. That's my degree. If I'm going to how act How old now, are you then? 21. So you finished at 21 yeah. and you packed your bags? I packed my bags. At the time I was working full-time. I was working in local government. I was working in the council. Yeah. And I quit. I saved up. I said, I remember I went into work one day and I had a colleague that was like, probably like 50 something. And we we're working the same job. And this woman was so miserable. Like so miserable. And I just looked at her and I thought, God for This is not me. Like I just say, I, 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 she came into that job when she was my age. That's when I was 21. And she'd been there like over 30 years. And she probably tried to leave, but it's just Yeah, just so easy. she'd become comfortable. She'd become yeah. part of the the chairs there. Like, And I was just like, yeah, no, this is not... That just motivated me. And I was just like, mm. yeah, fuck this. Quit my job, went to New York. And yeah. So whilst you were in New York, how, how long have you... Had, had you stayed in New York before um, Sugar came? Three months. So three months? Three months, yeah. In New York. So somebody... Oh, you already got an agent in New York. No, I had an agent in London. Yeah. But I was just hustling in New York. I went to a... Um, I did an intense drama course um, at Ada, American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Yeah. Um, so I did that. And I was in the middle of that when I got the call for Sugar. Mm. And so I just picked up... You left, left it? Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. God you did anyway. Yeah, thank God. But like, yeah. honestly, like, Nollywood, Nigeria was not in any of my plans, if I'm being real with you. Because when I came, I hated it. But like, when I stayed, when I got sent here and I went to school... You know, they, they roughed me. Mm. So I like, I hate it. Like I had no plans. I hadn't seen the finer side of Nigeria. Do you understand? I don't oh, so you're not, you, you think there was a finer side to Nigeria? No, no, the Lagos, no, 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 the Lekki, the no, VI, no, no. the I, I, Island. Did I even know there was an island? I beg, oh, I oh you're just mainland. a child. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, right. um, and yeah, all those places. Like I used to enter Boss, Okada. Like I didn't know any... That's but you don't even look like you have lived, lived that life ah, in this Lagos. So let go. Yeah. Okay. So like, when you now moved to Nigeria for um, when you moved to Nigeria for sugar. Yeah. Um. Yes. Yeah, so then when I came here, that's when I now started. Like, oh, okay. They flew me in. They paid me dollars. <laughs> so wait, wait. Did that give you a false sense of the industry? Yes, for sure, definitely. Because when you come in and a platform like sugar, yeah, that's MTV, right? Yes. Properly done. Properly done. Like, that's the standard that I had. So that's you the, thought that that was going to be the standard. Uh, that's what I thought. I thought, ah, what was America? So what you call Tom Fu actress? Yeah, I think. <laughs> okay, so did you have any issues with people when you moved, like when you were doing sugar? Mm-hmm. Did you eventually, do you get into any altercations with people when you're doing sugar? Did you? No. Yeah, so everything was smooth. Yeah, no, everything was smooth. So when did this misconception? No, actually I did. I had an issue with one person on sugar. No, but it wasn't as huge. No, it was no, you just huge. coming it was just into like, the... Yeah, 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 yeah. It wasn't like... So when did the misconception start? When do you think it started? I think... Honestly, probably after Sugar. Yeah. Probably after. And it, like, I I think from Sugar as well, like, it, even the character I played, like, people just assume that it runs. Like, people, mm. Nigerians are so hard to... They find it so hard to differentiate yeah. between real life and a character. Mm. So I feel like, especially like people like come like, oh yeah, just everyone's like, yeah, people will say stuff like, jealous. I'm like, it's a character. Like, it's a voice. So I feel like even then I'm like having to, yeah. I beg, no, they, just, <laughs> but it's like you didn't care. You just, you just, 
you couldn't be bothered because some people will actually go an extra mile to prove that they're not that character or mm. they're not what people think and also it's, it's a Nigerian thing because you're not very Nigerian it's like some of us will actually try to fit into what society thinks that we should be mm-hmm. do you understand sweet she's, oh she's a lady now man go marry and man go put her for her so she has to be sweet mm. and nice she's too feisty for a lady did you, mm-hmm. did, that didn't make sense to you because of where you're coming from yeah. right so mm-hmm. how do you deal with that was that the major problem that you had when you came here because uh, because I, I keep saying misunderstood because mm-hmm. you're coming from a different culture entirely. Yeah. You come into this space, you're also dealing with your own trauma, right? Mm-hmm. And you come into this space where the women are very different, they're subservient, mm-hmm. they're more respectful, mm-hmm. even when things are happening to them, don't speak up mm-hmm. and everything. And you are not that girl. No, I'm not. You literally call out... Anybody and their father. <laughs> <laughs> but when you saw that this was in Nigerian space, why did you not try to adjust? Because I'm not going to change who I am. I am who I am. I'm not gonna, I've never been the type to like change who I am because yeah. people don't like it. I'm gonna be who I am. I might try and like understand the way you guys operate and yeah. try and adapt to it, but I'm never going to change who I am. If you fuck up, I tell you, say you fuck up. Because I like when people are like that with me. Yeah. Do you understand? I'm very direct. I'm very honest. I'm very, and I, again, it's just because that's how I like people to be with me. If I'm yeah. fucking up, tell me I'm fucking up. Tell yeah. me, like, just be real. Like, just, I just feel like Nigeria just has a lot of fakery. Like, a lot of fakery, especially in the industry, a yeah. lot of fakery. Like, I've seen so many, like, people, like, talk about somebody, and I see them with the person, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, uh-uh. like, I can't, like, ew. Like, it's, it's even, like, it's not, yeah, it makes not, me it's sick. Unhealthy, like, yeah. it's, it's, it's just like, if you don't, like, if you don't fuck with somebody, don't fuck with, like, what is the fakery? Like, what is, yeah. like, what is it? Like, just, so you were never ready to play the politics of the industry. No, and I'm not kissing anybody's ass. I feel like that's another reason why they don't okay, necessarily. But, but, but do you agree? There's a, there's a thing like between kissing ass and actually just stooping to conquer. Actually, what? Stooping to conquer. <laughs> let me give you. Let me give you perspective. Mm-hmm. Here we sort of have to respect people who have done this thing before and every all of that. For sure, definitely. So in other Climbs, it might not be the same. Mm-hmm. It might, everybody has mutual respect for everybody, regardless mm-hmm. of what work you have done, mm-hmm. who you are. Mm-hmm. But when you come, came into this space and you realized that this was what it was, mm-hmm. there's never any time where you try to just play by the books or the no. rules. No, don't get me wrong. Yeah, I don't. Like I said, I don't kiss anybody's ass. Yeah. But at the same time, I respect people's yeah. like accolades. Like I, yeah. I don't like discredit anybody. Like yeah. I don't like, you know, I, 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 I do respect people. Yeah. But like, I'm just not going to like. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm just, like, just Yeah, I'm just like I mean, I respect you It's all well and good And everything But yeah. I'm just not going to So I think it's how you deal with it Because me, I have the same Because for me I think that I have My own My own coping mechanism Is to avoid mm. Avoid, avoid, avoid mm. That's the problem for me Because it always piles up Eventually mm. I become So exhausted and frustrated And angry about Things mm. and people mm. Right mm. But I'm very Nigerian Don't get me wrong mm. I cannot even pretend like I I would if I probably have an issue with you, I would be worried more worried than you. Mm. If you are the one that did something to me, because mm. I'm like, oh, I don't, re- I really want to be having issues with anybody. Mm. So it sort of makes me very stressed because sometimes I have to also now put up with things that I don't like or people that I don't like. Right? Mm-hmm. That's how I'm wired. Mm-hmm. For you, I can understand you and why you don't do those things, right? Mm-hmm. But was your career not so important? Because I feel like for me, I would take 
any BS right now. Yeah. Just to get ahead. No, that's that's that's, that's what I yeah. will do because I feel like whatever God has planned for me is always going to come to me. Yeah. There's no man, no dog, no woman, <laughs> no cat, nothing that can change that. No blogger. Or no fucking blogger. Nobody that can change that. Whatever's meant for me will always be for me. Yeah. So I know I I don't feel like I need to prove. Like, I don't need to go out of my way. Okay. Like, do you understand? Like, I don't, I just, like, my talent will always speak for me. And whatever God has planned for me, I'm a very, very strong believer in, like, mm. whatever God has planned for me is what's going to happen. And there's nobody that can change that. So I don't feel like, and, and that's how I live my life yeah. in everything. Like, yeah. I always feel like, even, like, as far as, like, me, like, living my best life or going out all the time, like, I just, I enjoy myself because whatever God's plan is, is going to happen. Like, God forbid, like, you see, like, with this whole COVID thing, people are, like, super scared and, you know, these things. Not saying that I'm not scared, though, but, like, I'm not going to allow that to make me live in fear. I'm yeah. going to live my life because, God forbid, you can be so scared of mm. COVID and then, mm. God forbid, you can walk out and get knocked over by a bus. True. Do you understand? So, imagine living in fear of one thing, then you die from another thing. Yeah. Like, you can't, like, I don't live my life based on anybody you like I just, so that's, I just that's a good way to live yeah that's very much my mantra that's like I live by that every day literally that choice mm-hmm. did it affect you in Hollywood um I think so I think so yeah because yeah. I'm not like and as, as well yeah I'm not like I beg like Nollywood know they pay I beg <laughs> you know they pay <laughs> Yes, they know the pay, they know the pay, they know the pay. I beg, like, as much as I love it, like, it's, 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 I mean, that's like, my industry. That's yeah, my... It's, no, it's our industry, we're yeah. in the industry together. Yeah, now. but I we're get what you're saying. Together. Yeah. Like, when it, even extras in the UK get paid more than what some of the big, big, do you understand? Yeah. As in yeah. extras, though, in the UK, I've done yeah. extra work before in the UK yeah. and I get more than what yeah. I've been paid yeah. on some sets. So, yeah. like, it's, it's hard and it's like you they want you to do stuff for the bare minimum and then overwork you yeah you understand so it's hard to be happy in that environment and to give your all as an mm. actor like a, as a authentic mm. actor like yeah. just the whole it's a stressful industry I'm not gonna lie so my hat goes off to all the people in Nollywood like that's to the actors the directors everybody mm. I'm not saying we're not trying no, but we can definitely do better yeah but you also know that because we, we have survived this long right yeah as, like this and the industry is growing though sure. but I feel like so I think for some of us who who, who are watching you are like but we're all putting up with this thing we might as well just skip mm-hmm. right and join the rest of us but why are you stopping us yeah exactly but that's not who you are that's mm-hmm. why every time that you probably somebody brings something away that you don't like you mm-hmm. clear it mm-hmm. and that's not how we are mm-hmm. we are used to just bearing things mm-hmm. and bearing things mm-hmm. so I think that's why it might sort of affect you mm. in this space mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. makes sense makes sense but okay so, so Nollywood I feel right? like you've heard something that you don't like say it give it to no, me no I'm actually also careful not to say things that make you look bad mm. now so I'm tweaking the questions to mm. so it makes sense so, um, Nollywood, Nollywood again. Yeah. And I, I have to say that you're one of the best actors I've seen. Thank you. One of the best female actors. Even my producer said it before you walked in. Thank you. I saw you in, I didn't, I didn't watch Sugar as much, but mm. I watched, um, um, Castle and Castle. Castle, and Castle. Yeah. I loved Joshima as a character. Mm. But one character that I really, really like is I Got Flowers Today. Oh, thank you. You produced that, right? Mm-hmm. I wrote, well, it was, it was originally a poem and then yeah. I rewrote it into a film. So like I, if you go online, you can see it, I got first day poem. Yeah. So it's like the, but I just, it was like a skeleton. So I literally bodied it, like fleshed Why it out. Why did you do that? Why? Mm. 
Um, honestly, it was based on a friend. Um, I had a friend that was going through, well, that was married to someone that used to beat like her like crazy. And she had a baby with him. And um, like we'd done everything to try and get her out of the situation. But it got to a point where we were fighting for her more than she was fighting for herself. Yeah. And um, it it just got to a point where I I just didn't know anything to say. Like we'd had the fights. We'd fought the, the husband. Like we'd done everything. Court. We'd been to court. We'd like done everything. <laughs> just police. her. He kept beating her Why? on the street. Just the whole, I don't know, like just the whole power. I'm a man and you know, whatever. But um, like he, there was a point where he beat her and she was nine months pregnant and she locked her out of the house and it was in London. It was snowing and he locked her out of the house barefoot outside in the cold and she's nine months pregnant. She had to climb on top of a bin and climb through a window to get back in the house. And after that point, I was just like, why are you still like, why what what are you waiting till he kills you? Like what is like what is What did she say? She, she's in love with him. Um I I don't I I don't want to say that she wasn't she wasn't in love with him. She was obviously in love with him for her to still be with him. This is Stockholm I thing. feel like Yeah, I feel like um where am I gonna go from here? Well just all those like yeah. you know, mixed emotions, who's gonna look after my baby, just all of that. So when I did I got today, it was literally based on her situation. And then I didn't say anything to her when I shot it. I just put it in the group chat. And then everybody was like, hey. Yeah. I was like But did he used to buy her flowers? No, but he would get her stuff. Flowers was just a it was just a, a representation symbol. of yeah, what, it was just yeah. a yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just a symbol. Okay, he beat you today, but he got you flowers today. Or he beat you today, he got your iPhone tomorrow. He beat you today, he got you a something. You understand? That's mm-hmm. never going to be it's not okay. Like it's it's not it's, it's, yeah, it just yeah. doesn't make sense. I hope she has left that situation. Right Actually, now. she did, and then she went back. <laughs> you, that is a Stockholm yeah. syndrome. That yeah, has to be so it. yeah, so we're I, I, I praying for her. Yeah, but you wrote that. No, you didn't write it. You rearranged it or what? Whatever mm-hmm. you did, you re- made it into a short film yeah. that we watched and it trended across the nation for days, even weeks, because a lot of women could connect to it. Mm. When you were doing that, like, have you been producing before? Have you been no. direct? So that you just the did first, that. Yeah, that was literally, that was literally the first thing I've ever. How did that work make you feel? Like the response to the work, how did it make you feel? Um, even today, like even up until today, people still like post it and like message mm. me about it. So like, for me, um, obviously it started with my friend because that was like my first hand mm. experience of seeing somebody mm. that's actually facing domestic violence. But for it to touch so many people really touched me, yeah. you know? And, um, yeah. Do you think that that's the side of people want to see more of you? Do you want to produce more stuff like that? Yeah, for do sure. You want to- for sure. I would definitely want to do more producing um, and definitely writing my own stuff. It's just literally finding the time and, like, the right team. And- because see, they don't period that. Yeah. They, they do get me late. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, wait, wait. let's 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 come to DSF as a DJ. Yeah. You know when you first started this I just they look from camera and say, What is she doing? I swear, everybody just they look like they support you, but <laughs> what is she doing? Yeah. But now you have really grown in and lockdown and everything just affected it. Mm. Boy, you are you're in every club breaking in the I know that you're making so much money, Amen. right? The acting, DJing, mm. from where to where have you always I feel been? Like- 
there's like there's so many like elements of me. There's like DSF, there's Dorcas, there's Dokisha. Dokisha, like, that's the one I really like. Yeah. That's there's the like, London girl. Yeah, there's like so many so I feel like DJing is just another mm. part of me. That's DSF. Yeah. Acting is Dorcas. Dokisha is gangster. You understand? So but you so you, you sat down one day and said, you know what, I'm gonna be a DJ. I'm gonna say No, up. do you know I I I I all I love music. Like I'm always, you know, I said yeah, I used yeah, to dance. Yeah, like yeah, I was yeah. a dancer. Always, yeah. yeah. So I've always loved like movement and music. I can't sing. So if I can't of sing course. and I like, I like <laughs> music. What's the next best thing? It's not to DJ now. <laughs> and like when I was young, I used to have like little house parties and stuff, and it'd be me that be on YouTube. Okay, let's play the song next. Mm-hmm. Let's play the song. Genesis. So it was me that used to. So it just naturally um, came to me. But then I started two years ago. But prior to that. I'd always wanted to learn. I just didn't want to learn the technicality behind it. I was just lazy. Like, I just didn't want to learn. And then lockdown or more. (laughs) You had time. (laughs) I had time. So I just like literally practiced and just like... Do you train under any person? Sorry? Do you train under any person? No, I didn't train. I trained from YouTube. Then I have a a friend that's a DJ, Niger boy. So I'll call him and be like, oh, can we come to the studio? Mm. So we'll play together and he'll show me stuff. But I didn't... So taught yourself how to be a DJ. Mm-hmm. So when so there's a part of you that actually just knows that you are a baddie. Like sure. there's a part of you that knows that you know what they might say anything about me. My bad, I say I, I, I know. I bad. I know. It's not I know. Yeah, but but sometimes when you sit down by yourself, right? Do you believe those things? Yeah, but then sometimes I doubt myself. Yeah. You understand? But then when I doubt myself, I'm like, catch myself. My like, bitch, you're a badass bitch. You better get fucked up. But I do doubt that's myself energy, sometimes. That's something about you that I really want in my life. No. Because no matter what hits you, you're back up the next day. Yeah. Because it doesn't kill you, it makes you stronger. No, but, but honestly. The problem with your own strength is a, a world of strength. It's not a strength. <laughs> my own problem with you is that I really want you to be vulnerable to to people around you. I'm not saying that you should mm. be vulnerable to everybody. I'm mm. just saying that I know what vulnerability have done to me. Yeah. yeah. It has done crazy things to my person and my brand, but also it has mm. actually given me some strength because just if half the time I'm in my head, right? Mm. And the more I open up to my magic and my and people and mm-hmm. deal with all those hurts and things, mm-hmm. it helps me. Like I've, I've, I've become a better person this year, right? Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that I did yesterday, last year was to take feedback, no matter how hard it was, mm-hmm. no, ma- no matter how evil that feedback is, mm-hmm. no matter how much you insult me or anything. It's, and it's helping me because I feel stronger, mm-hmm. right? It's pinning me, mm-hmm. but I take it, I do something with it, I mm-hmm. deal with it, and I move on. Mm-hmm. Do you think that you're going to do that going forward? No, I feel like I take feedback for sure. Like I always, I welcome You do feedback. now. Yeah. Are you going to do more in the new year? Yes, now, like I feel like I, I feel like I've always kind of taken feedback. I might previously probably ah, calm down now, calm down. But previously, I probably would have come off defensive, probably. But like I feel like in the last two three years, I've been like very receptive to like criticism and mm. feedback, and um. Yeah, I feel like I've become more like I welcome feedback because that's the only way I can grow. If you tell me, like, give me criticism. What has really? changed in the last two, three years? Because I've, t- I said it just now. Like, mm. I really literally don't see you on the blogs or anything anymore. Mm. There's peace. Mm. I just see you doing work and you're going so far. Mm. 
even you said no, some things don't change. Yeah. What has changed? Like I feel like growth. Just... And aside from that, like therapy. Like I'm not gonna lie. Like I feel like me like talking. I feel like like growing up. I I used to harbor so much and bottle up so much that. I didn't know how to channel certain things. So like I might snap at someone for mm. something else that's going yes, on. Yes. Do you understand? So I might like be mad at someone and it's just like, it's not even them. It's like something else that's going on. So like, just like learning how to channel and like growth and, you know. Mm. But how are you handling your new industry? I love it. Like I wish I started earlier. Do you think there's no, there's no drama with you guys there. Do you think working there's with men is just easier? No, there's drama. I'll forget. You know how many men hate me in this industry? Well, that. I was going to ask <laughs> how you me. even navigate no, an industry that is No, they hate me because I, one, I'm a babe. Two, I find that. Yeah. <laughs> then you call it dance. Full performance. Dance. You call performance I said, call I'm it dance. I'm just going to pay to do You can come and do full performance. They love you. There's a few people that actually genuinely fuck with it. A lot of people are like, why? Why? Yeah, this one, like, I've been... Did the boys think you're overrated? For sure. Definitely. Do you think you're overrated? Um, I don't think I'm overrated. I feel like I'm st- I'm not the best. I know that. I'm still learning. I've mm. only been playing two years. Do you yeah. get there's so much I need to learn? Yeah. Like so much. Like I'm st- I go mm-hmm. to the studio all the time, like so I can practice and learn and stuff. Yeah. So like I, I don't I've never said I'm the best or I'm there. But me, I'm just I'm in my own lane. I'm not competing with anybody. Yeah. I support people. I like I don't come and say I'm the number one DJ, female mm. DJ and this is this, this, this. I don't do any of that. So mm. if anything, like I feel like I wouldn't say people think I'm overrated, but I feel like people just don't no, like the as, as, no, as, as a, a DJ, DJ yeah. they, they don't like that because I literally came out of nowhere. Yes, do you understand? So like, it's like I uh, just they want you to stay in your lane. So so yes. people will be happy if I just stayed hosting as an actor. I don't beyond the, uh, and I don't beyond that. I don't come and tension this industry yes. and just stay my acting. Yes. Do you understand? So now that I'm coming to the DJ line and I'm getting like a lot more attention, a lot more bookings. I know the amount of money I'm collecting. Some people can't collect. Ask for that amount. Do you understand? Do they feel angry that oh she just came because she has class from being an exactly. actress? She exactly. came in here. Exactly, exactly. I definitely feel like that for sure. Yeah, but you don't. You don't for care. Sure. Right? I don't. <laughs> and I'm only going to get bigger and better. So if you're choking, I because you have so much spice to your own DJing, yes. right? Yes. And I, I know so many I girls mean. who are DJing, and when you do your own, I the club is already lit. Like mm. you are dancing. Then my piano is vibing. I'm like, ooh, go go go. Mm. Are we going to do that tonight? Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm ex- actually excited about your new journey. And, I, mm. and I'm happy that you've gone through therapy and you have your, you have had your learnings and mm. you're improving every day. I'm very excited for you. And are you getting back into Nollywood full-time? Not full-time. But like... No, you just do more Nollywood stuff. No, definitely do more Nollywood stuff. But not, not just Nollywood. That's another thing that I had, a problem that I had when I first mm. came. I feel like a lot of people are trying to box me into that... Um, that role that I played in Sugar, like people are trying to give me a lot of those runs, yeah. babe roles. And I just didn't want to put myself in a box where I couldn't play anything else. Yes. So I said no to a lot of stuff. And yes. I guess that kind of rubbed people the wrong way, even yes. though that wasn't my intention. Yes. Yes. It was just yes. like, I don't want to just play this certain type yes. of role. I want to I play a criminal today, a stripper tomorrow, a pilot the next day. Yeah. I want to do different things and not just in Hollywood, in the UK as yes. well, in yeah. America as well. I don't want to be just a Hollywood actor. I want to be an actor full stop. Do you understand? So like, I feel like maybe that's where some of the misconception comes as well. Like, I feel like so I'm, you're not getting the roles that you think that you want to do. Um, yeah, yeah. Have you thought of cre- of 
producing your own content because sure, yeah. you did well with um, Agaflowers today. Yeah, yeah. But are you too sure. busy at the moment? Yeah, well, I mean, it's been December now. It's January, so like this year, hopefully. So, what are your plans for this year? Happy New Year, by the way. Thank you. Um, plans are to do more films. Hopefully, produce my. I've actually been working on something that I don't really want to talk so about. You don't want to talk about. Sorry, sorry. Actually, you did, you did rig my role. Yeah, I've actually been working on something. That I don't want to like. Mm-hmm. I don't like to when it's out. It's out. You get yeah. So um, yeah, just a lot more acting stuff and DJ stuff and my own events as well. Get me lit. Get me lit. Okay, so you as Jimmy started get me lit. How yes. did get me lit start? Just by our own ginger, like me and Timmy have like crazy chemistry, mm. like and we're always out together. So, uh, get me lit, like yeah. uh, get me, like, we just be shouting. Just... So you guys are paid to do all those get me lit tours and yeah. all those things. I I don't carry me like I beg on a rich. Wait, we didn't carry you. Well, I was also carrying go Potter Court. One Potter Court. Oh, yeah. Yours truly, I don't hear anything. No, 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 no. We didn't end up going to Potter Court because of security reasons. Right. Yeah. But we like you actually I remember seeing Let me show small DJ money. Now carry me go maybe Ghana. I know even not even London. Next Ghana. Next okay, thank you so much. Okay, so like um does fine girl privilege work for you? Tell me about these niggas. Because you'll be fine girl, you don't see they mad. <laughs> so niggas gonna fear you, but one or two go don't get mine to step up now. Like this birthday that like, you get like maybe a few gifts from some niggas. We don't even know their name. <laughs> Tell us about these niggas, DSF. Okay, I, I really want to know what the niggas say when they, when they find you on the blogs. When they say, this one all starting. Wait, 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 wait. Do you niggas think, think like, hey, what okay. has she done again? Okay. Do you tell you and say, babe, what's going on? I mean, they know I'm mad now, but like... <laughs> 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 See, they know. Like, it's a disclaimer. Like, yeah, this you know I'm mad, but like, I'm mad, but I'm magic. I love it. I bet come up for yeah, mad but magic. <laughs> I'm mad, but I'm magic. So it's part of the package, like balance. Mm-hmm. You understand? But let me tell you what's even funny. What? Nigerian men claim that they like submissive. They like mad women. Do you know what? Yeah. Do you know what I find in Nigeria? I feel like everybody in Nigeria is mad. Every yeah. single person. It's toxic, but it's used just to different it. levels of madness. Some people are ninety-seven percent mad. Some people are three percent mad. Some people are fifty-five percent mad. I feel like, like I'm about forty-six percent. Forty-six. Don't say that. Don't be stupid. You're like what? I'm like forty-six. Like forty-six percent mad. You won't go reach like ninety-five. No. You're... You know, I have the Holy Spirit has brought everything down. <laughs> so maybe it's seventy. In your mind. No, but like, look, when the niggas, the niggas do, the niggas think that. You are not you're a bit too much for them. Do you know what it is? Yeah, honestly, I feel like that people always assume that I have so many guys that are talking to me or so many like. No, no, no. You find girls have no, problems wait, with men. I swear, no. It's so hard for. I feel like guys find it hard to talk to me because they're scared because they feel like I have so many other guys. And then aside from that, guys that are not in the industry are scared to talk to me because they feel like I'm too in the industry. So so many other guys are going to want to it's talk the same to thing me. And just the, like, oh. just like their competition, like, you know, people and the men don't like that. sliding in DMs mm. and all of that. They they feel... What is she up to? She's in another country yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. Which nigga is she talking exactly. to? And you are just lonely by yourself I after I just sleep going by to myself work. every night. Like, Do you know how many of my fine friends are going through this right now? They are so, so beautiful. So People think that everybody's toasting them, then mm-hmm. nobody's toasting them. Literally. That's literally me right now. So they go back, they go out after paying for makeup, looking so beautiful. Yep. Nobody's to talk to them because niggas, they fear them. Yep. Okay, so this is a disclaimer to, 
for you guys. So if you ever watch this show, know that my girl doesn't have anybody that's disturbing that mind. I actually don't. Help her. Help my life. Send her a DM. Because I was married this year. Oh, I was <laughs> a baby this year. It might just be you. <laughs> but if a baby will really change you. Yeah, oh. I feel like I'm ready. Like, I, I mean, get Are me you the ready? baby, right? Get me the li- baby. <laughs> <laughs> what would you call the baby? Get me. <laughs> Are you getting what me? What is wrong with you? <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> what, would you, what would you call the baby? I can't tell you now. Why not? No, say I go, I go be one of the godfathers. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will you bring cake or something? Like, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, but I, I really, I'm really curious about your date, your life. My dating as a baby. life. Because, because honest, anytime I see you, right, you're always late. You're always like, how do you say any man they hold you or something for club? And then they yeah. see you, you're always, you're too independent on these streets. And that's another thing that imit- intimidates, hey, English. Hey, that's another thing that intimidates men. Yeah. Men. I'm too independent. Like even my ex was saying that I'm too independent. Like I don't depend on. I don't make him feel like a man because I don't make him feel needed. Yeah, they make it. You know, I, but I can't be. If I ask you for something, you don't do it. I beg. I'll do it myself. I'm not going to ask you twice. But how many times have you asked for things that they don't do it for you? Um, to be honest, I don't really like asking people exactly. for things. So if I ask you, that means I really need it. If you don't do it, that means I'm not going to ask you for anything again. That's just how I am because I'm just like. Ah. So do you think you need to be a bit softer so that you can attract some... But what kind of men do you like, I imagine? What kind of men? I like gangsters. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. I like, um, I like ambitious men. Yeah. I like hardworking men. I like smart men. I like funny men. Tall ducks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not available, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Sorry, mister. Yeah, you can go on. No, 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 no but like... Crazy bitches like you. Sorry, I didn't say crazy. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm insulting her. Please cut that part. Don't crazy cut girls like you actually like boys in corporate, smart boys yeah. who are not like in your own industry. I don't, I don't like, I, I don't want anyone in the industry. Like I like low-key guys. Low key. Like I don't, I mean, I'm already in the industry. Do you compete? Like but it's not. about those low-key guys? They could fear Yes, you. yes. Because you don't know what they're because doing. Are, no, no, no. Even if you're away from that, you yeah. are docker. Sometimes we don't, sometimes you need to step out of who we are. Mm. As brands and whatever, mm-hmm. and look at our lives. Mm-hmm. Your Dockers is the only thing on the blog. These people never know how to mm, get to Insta blog or Bella Ninja or anything. You are Dockers. They mm. probably have all the money, all the achievements and accomplishments mm. in the world, but you're just Dockers. Mm. And they have, they think you have over like 500k followers. Mm. It's them against 500 other thousand men, maybe. Mm. So, like, I don't know how uh, my friends will, will bring them, I don't know how, whether they have to bring themselves down. For niggas to understand that, you know what? I'm just a girl who's about her work. This is mm. my career. I might be guessing it's mm. right, but doesn't mean I don't want to be loved. I feel like I've put out that persona for sure that I'm like, yeah. That's and that's how, I don't know, I don't know. No, another another um, misconception that people have about me. Like I'm too like, I don't know. Like I'm I I don't want a man or too like because you act like you, you're okay by yourself. Because I am okay by myself. No, darling, you I need am. a man. You get one part I of you need, and the man I, into no, touch. No, no, for sure. Oh, bleep, but I need bleep, bleep. a man to be a man. I don't want right. a man that I can walk all over. Yeah, or, of course. Do you understand? I need a man that can be. And not one that says, "Oh, I'm the man." I'm. It's not by mouths. Do you understand? By actions, mm. how you behave, what you do. Yeah. That's what makes you a man. Okay, but babes, from me to you, because you have a huge personality. Mm. Your personality is big. Yeah. A man has to fill that void. Yeah. So first of all, be confident in himself exactly. first. Exactly. So all those people reiterating, oh, I'm a man. Yeah, exactly. Half the time. They're not. They're not. And they need a woman to succumb for them to feel like a man. And mm. you're not going to let that slide because you're not Nigerian mm-hmm. in, in your thinking. Mm-hmm. So you have to come to a compromise with these niggas and let them understand. 
anyway, let's talk about let's stop talking about the niggas. What are your plans for the new year? What are you looking for? Today's your birthday. What wish what wishes have you have you made? I, I was supposed to blow you candles. Why did you guys not put candles on this thing? You guys fire hazard I'll be it's true. You guys are forward thinking. But <laughs> make a wish. Make thirty one wishes. Right. Sorry, thirteen wishes. <laughs> Make 13, actually make 13 wishes. Out loud? Yeah. Things that you just want to happen in um, your life. I'm, uh, I want more money. Okay. <laughs> I want to be successful. Yeah. Um, I want to get like different acting roles like across the world. Mm. Um, I want to make my family proud. I want to, um, I want my dad to grow old. I want to have kids. Of course. I want to find a great man. What number I is want... that man? <laughs> seven. <laughs> you waited to seven. But I like that you waited. To, like you got everything right before. Yeah. Oh, seven is the number of completion. So this exactly. year you must find the man. Amen. Right? Come on, I receive it. Receive it, man. Yes, I must have needs yours to listen. When I start like this, they follow me. They, they do the foolishness times two. <laughs> I receive it. Okay, okay number eight. Number eight. Um, I want to like take like I want to put my family and friends in a better position yeah. like not necessarily like just giving them a bunch of money but like a better lifetime position yeah. so like put them yeah. on to things that will make them yeah. generational money yeah. like not just okay take 5k or take 20k yeah. or do you understand I want to put them in a position where they can be better okay. off yeah. um what number am I number 10 almost in how do um you get you think it can be something you've always wanted to buy something that you've always wanted Ooh, I want to own 10 cars <laughs> luxury cars um, not a problem I you want already, a you already private have jet one. you also have your own jet yes good Amen. I want to um, be friends with Rihanna me too yeah who is this <laughs> like I want to be her genuine friend like she's yeah. like a bitch we're going to the ship club today I'm like okay and let's I think go you both will get her yeah I know so I feel her well. energy like I definitely feel like we'd definitely be great mm. friends so I'm like speaking that out yeah. so when it happens then we can rewind to this yeah. and just be like yeah she spoke about it so, no it's yeah. on this podcast you have to give me my own flowers on this podcast it should be here that you said it first exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, I 11, want right? to yeah that's 11 okay. I want to um, be in a film with Denzel Washington why He's fantastic, but why? Amazing. He's just like the goat. Him and Childhood Smith, crush or what? Not a crush, just more of a like father, like he's the goat. Yeah. Um, and that's for Will Smith as well. I think like yeah. they're just like the most amazing actors I've ever seen. Fantastic. Um, the big thirteen. Think about it. Thirteen. I just want to be happy. Like I want to be like genuinely like from my inside out happy. Mm. Like for the rest of my life. Amazing. Happy birthday, babes. And all of these wish, wishes will come to pass Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's go. Okay, Amen. Before I, like, I want to run off the show. Yes. Um, I'm just going to come back to where you are now with yeah. you, yourself, your family, your dad. Are you guys in a better place no, now? No, for sure. Like, Is he proud? Is 100%. He... He's like my biggest cheerleader. My dad would say, my dad's my biggest stalker. Like anything they wrote on the blogs, he's the first person to see it. Anytime somebody's yabbing me, go and yab them for me. He'll send it to me. Like he'll send me that a screenshot. Yeah, yeah, just fucking be there. <laughs> he'll send it to me. Like he's like my biggest like cheerleader. Like I'm super close. I see you guys. I see your videos. Yeah. Your relationship is crazy. Yeah. I love it. Like, I he's love like, it. We're like, he's like my guy. Like he's my G. Like, what of the rest of your family members that you grew up with? Grow up with are they um, proud? Are they... Yeah, they're definitely proud. Um, my brother, like everybody's like really proud. 
Yeah. I'm I'm really happy that you have actually done a lot of work on yourself mm-hmm. from me to you. And that's why I was excited to have you on the show because I can smell that lots of things have changed with you. Even mm-hmm. even when we are out, mm. your disposition towards people, mm. like you have you have even friends with people I didn't think you were going to be friends with like, these <laughs> days. So this day I was asking like him. Hey, for real? Oh, they're unequally yoked. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're doing so well with yourself, your Thank work. You. I'm so proud of what you're doing now. Thank you. And I'm really sorry about your mom, right? Thank and you. I think that you've been so misunderstood mm-hmm. for the longest time. And I'm happy that you came on the show yeah. and that you you actually just let us into your life a bit. And I Thank think you. they should do that more. I know that you're strong-headed. Vulnerability is not your watchword. It's not. <laughs> but in this new year yeah. and this new... 31 years, not be, sorry, 30 years. Thank you. Like, keep messing up my <laughs> And this, your, your 31th year. Yeah. <laughs> I just pray that you find more peace and you're happy, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and that whatever trauma that you have dealt with, God will help you. Thank you. With that. And also, just come down me, man. Love you. Smooth. <laughs> just smooth. I feel like <laughs> if you share a relationship, you know, you, I'm not going to see for outside as much. You go just come and say, mm, I'm not around. Do you know what? A lot of people see me outside and yeah, they think I'm just outside. A lot of times, I'm, it's work cool. Like course, you said, sometimes course, the sub will pay me course, just to go. Do you understand? So mm. yeah, I'd be outside, but not really like that. If mm. I have man now, now how's that good? Do you understand? But like now, I'm looking no, but for... You, you prefer the man that would understand your work yeah. and support you. Yeah. yeah. But everything's gonna everything is gonna happen for you this year. Amen. Do you believe it? I receive it. This year, my pastor said this year is the year of endless possibilities. Amen. So you you probably find a man this year. Amen. Get a, get that private jet this year. Somebody, son, go find me. Yeah. What's you are said? I think you should say that as the outro. For where this show? Yeah. Probably this show. Okay, sorry. Okay. No, no, I don't know. I want to play him. <laughs> okay. Oh, the editors, right? Yes. No. Mm, that bit you can. Yes. I don't know. This song anyway. can grill. Anyway, thank you so much for coming no, thank on my you show. for having me. Honestly, I feel like this is probably the most vulnerable I've been on any. You should interview. try it more. I don't do interviews. Like I don't like send. I don't I care for like. Yeah. I swear, like people. That's another misconception people have. They think I'm arrogant, but I just I genuinely don't like interviews. I think you're arrogant. I genuinely. Though. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bad thing. I think there's a level of arrogance to you, and that comes from me knowing almost who you are too much. It's a problem. Yeah. Just be like I'm Dorcas and yeah. But it's not even that. It's just because one, I'm lazy. Like I don't I beg if you're not paying, why am I going to interview? I beg if you're not paying me, I know it's you said that. Yeah, but like it's just like I beg maybe just day. Like I hate all those red carpets. Mm. I hate like I just I don't want to I don't want to go and miss yarn. Like I don't want to say something that's not yeah, right. Yeah, I don't want to not end up on one blog or just I just And I, and just I think not... that it's because of your past. You think that the more you do, the more you get into trouble. Yeah. Uh, so I just rather just not. So like this new DSF, I really like this. New, I feel I feel like there's a new DSF, yes. right? That has come into power, right? So you are very focused on your shit. I yes. really want you to just keep this DSF alive. Mm-hmm. Let her be the. It's hard because some people will come for you as usual. Yeah, for sure. But you're doing so well, my love. Thank and you. I'm gonna go to lunch with you finally. Because, yeah, I think that there's so much we have to talk about even mm-hmm. going forward. But thank you for coming on my show. Thank Let's sip some champagne. Thanks, dear. Happy birthday to you, babe. Thank you, boo. This was a wholesome episode. I didn't think I was going to cry. You made me cry. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, 
turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 